Hey guys, we were just finishing one podcast talking about some more things, and this is why I think we just need like a microphone on at all times. So this Probably. is this is gonna be like a very chill talk because I'm literally just gonna talk to McKenna. Like a lot of times I talk like we're talking to the audience. This is gonna be different. I'm just telling McKenna a story right now. Yeah, she's talking to me, not you. <laughs> okay, so um yeah, it was like um a couple weeks ago, I think. Yeah. And I finally was, like, in the car. I think David was with me, too. Yeah, David was with me. Did we preface this? I know we're not talking to them, but did we preface this that it's about you getting fired? Well, I don't know where it will go, so that's why oh, I didn't okay. That's why I didn't bother. Oh, Because <laughs> I was like, bad. I have no idea where that's going to... My bad. So, okay, I'm in the car, and all of a sudden I go, huh, I can't believe they fired me. I was just like oh my gosh and then probably a week after that realization that I finally had just settled in um yeah I realized I was super pissed about them firing me and it doesn't matter that I still don't think that I'm a good fit for the company for various reasons you know because I really don't think that I fit into their culture very well and that's a completely fair reason for me to leave the job um but like I had made plans in my head of staying there for like at least five years and I was starting to really enjoy some of the aspects of the company like the fact that they had um the fact that they had like birthday lunches and they had like going away parties or like retirements and like everyone just left work early and we all went out that's fun. Like, it was fun. And then this isn't, um, you know, something that should happen at work. But there, with it being a construction place, they, you know. They had, yes. they had like, some... Uh, they had, like, a Friday where they brought in stuff to make some cocktails. And so, like, we had cocktails one Friday. Like, all of us getting buzzed at work. <laughs> Not appropriate in most places, but the boss had left and we were all just kind of like, whatever. So I was starting to feel like some camaraderie with the yeah. people too. And I didn't think there was anything that I was doing in, like wrong in particular, but he and I, that's the issue is he was, he wasn't there very much. And so like we butt heads. Yeah. The couple of times, like a couple of times because he wasn't there that much as far as his interactions with me went it probably seemed like a lot, even though he was only there for like a couple hours a day. Yeah. So the rest of the day, I was fine. I mm-hmm. wasn't having issues. One of the reasons that he gave Corey that um, he let me go was that I answered the phone one time and just like wasn't very pleasant on the phone. But he didn't tell me that it was him. The owner called in. I, I'm still new to answering the phones because I've never, I haven't answered the phones with those people. So yeah. I've never picked up the phone with him having called in before. I I pick up the phone. It's this person who's like, is Jackie there? I was like, yeah. And he said, he's like, okay. And I was like, do you need to talk to her? And he was like, uh, yeah. Again, I don't know who this person is. Oh this is gosh. what I'm here. This is what I'm hearing on the phone. I don't know who this person is. He goes, uh, yeah. And I was like, like, 
like right now because I'm flustered. I'm still trying to figure out what the hell is going on. Yeah. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, okay. And so then I transferred and I realized after that last little bit who it was. Oh my God. Because he hadn't said who he was. Just assumed that I would know. Assumed you would know it was him. Yes. So he told Corey that I answered the phone that way and that that wasn't like appropriate or whatever and he was concerned about me answering phone calls with that kind of attitude and i'm like um well you could have come and talked to me like he he hadn't said anything about that to me i did tell Corey recently i was like you're just chatting with him about what was going on and he said yeah i've realized that he has a huge ego Mm-hmm. And he doesn't plan on staying there for like very oh, much. Oh, Corey does. Yeah, he's, he's like, I'm just gonna get my degree and then I'm gonna leave oh. because he he's like done. I think already. Oh, and oh my gosh. So they hired me to replace this girl who was an assistant to the original permitting girl who had been there for like ten years or something like that. Mm-hmm. So the original permitting girl had a tiff with this other lady. Both of them quit. Oh. And then he was able to bring back one of them again. Like, he tried to get both of them back, and they both were just like, no. And then he was able to somehow get one of them to come back. But was concerned about bringing both of them back since they they didn't really get along that well. Mm -hmm. So... I knew this was going to happen because I do have quite intense intuition sometimes. Not all the time. But, uh, yeah, they brought back that original girl Mm -hmm. after Corey, like, threw a fit saying, we don't have all of this stuff that we need to have. We need a permitting. Like, are you going to fix this? Like, we don't have a permitting person here. Like, are you going to fix it? He's like, well, I was thinking about bringing back in so-and-so. And he was like... What, what's stopping you? And he's like, well, I don't know how this other girl is going to feel about it. And Corey was like, she can deal with it. Like, you're the boss. You're the owner. They can suck it up. <laughs> so that girl took over my job. <laughs> oh, okay. So she had it originally. The assistant took over from her. I took over for the assistant only for them to bring back the original girl rehire her and have her start again very very nice yeah i knew that was gonna happen Mm. like there was just some things that they had said where they it was very clear they were missing having her there and that Mm. she knew a bunch of stuff and they weren't patient enough to have someone learn it learn it yeah anyway but yeah i realized that i was pissed because i was looking forward to some certain things about their like company culture and um the whole parties and things and it seemed like he was really taking care of his people i don't know if that is 100 percent accurate because i wasn't there long enough to really see everything yeah so it seemed like you cared um the lack of communication though <laughs> for him to like just be like yeah it's not working out like didn't try to talk to me about anything he should have just pulled me into his office and been like hey, this is how that goes. Or if you felt like I wasn't understanding something or whatever. And I had been fostering that relationship for months yeah. before I got the job. And then you just, like, cut it. Yeah, so I, I realized that I was pissed because I had made plans and all those plans were just, like, crushed. Oh, and then 
this is what sucks about getting fired is you don't have time if unless you've done things really well and you've got a nice little savings pool but most of us don't yeah most of us do not have savings Mm -hmm. for us to survive for a while um so you just don't have the luxury of being able to process and feel all of your emotions from getting fired or from leaving a job Mm -hmm. um and you're supposed to just go from like one job to the next job yeah but i emotionally need a while to process. I mean, getting fired is like getting broken up with. It is. <laughs> and being told you're not good enough and you're exactly. like, oh shit, I you're gotta like, deal ah. with And it's not just a quick, oh, we can spend a whole day working through all these emotions. That's just not how that works. Yeah. It's similar to grief where it'll come and go in waves. Mm-hmm. And like breakups where it'll come and go and you'll have something that reminds you of the person or you'll have something that reminds you of an activity that you guys did or plans that you had made and then you realize that none of that's going to happen and it sucks it does so yeah i i realized that i was mad about it and i'm glad that i was finally like i still miss some of the people there because i was starting to kind of get relationships with them and i was hopeful that i'd be able to kind of form some friendships and those will never happen now but um Barbara and she was she was telling David that um my temp jobs are not good enough oh basically yeah it's been pissing him off because she said it originally like she said it originally that um I don't know if I've told you this or not that he just needed to threaten me with, like, an ultimatum of either I get a job or he divorces me. Oh, my God. And she, he was not supposed to tell me that, that she said that. And, like, he, she and Fran were both, like, on board with it. And I was like, well, I'm never going to tell them that I know because they said it in confidence. But they said, yeah, they said that. And I looked at him and I was like, I'm just letting you know right now, if you ever do that i will call your bluff so hard i was like i will pack my things and be out i'll go live with my parents i don't give a shit but i'm not staying around somebody who's gonna threaten me like that and he goes i don't want a divorce like i never he said it it bothered him so badly because they were tossing around divorce like it was just like our marriage vows didn't mean anything yeah you know like our relationship didn't mean anything and um I come from a completely different generation than Barbara does. So she was probably terrified to ever live on her own. And that's what kept her in her relationship with Jan, which not the greatest relationship, I'm Mm -hmm. sure. Just like our parents' relationship is leasing things to be desired. Um, But yeah, so he was, he was pissed about that. And then she said some things similar like since then of i need to have a full-time job she threatened taking away the car that he's been using that she like loaned to him Mm. i mean we're not paying anything to loan the vehicle because it's they weren't using it it was just sitting in the it was just sitting in the the garage so um yeah she was like you can't afford to have that car because the plan was to like have us have that car and her to take the other car that David has right now and Mm -hmm. to sell it and then her to buy herself a new vehicle. 
and I think saw the current car that she has as well. Okay. So like they had a plan, and then when I didn't have a job anymore, They're all of a sudden, all of a sudden, away. my problem became his problem because now all of a sudden it affected whether or not he could have the car that he wanted. He's wanted that car ever since we've been together. He's been talking about, I hope I get that car someday because they're not going to need it and they're, they don't drive it. Mm -hmm. um, and I was so pissed about that so and then weird, found, weird. found out other stuff. Yeah, no, it's super Very weird. odd thing to say, like, just be like, I can't imagine ever wanting to like give something to somebody and like oh yes you can have it especially my child and then if their spouse like lost a job uh-huh and then was struggling to find a new one i'm like well you can't have that now right what the like what is what, <laughs> well, how what? does that make sense it doesn't it doesn't make any sense she was saying we didn't have the money to like afford the vehicle and it's like um well the one that you're giving us is gas instead of diesel yeah. And the one that you'd be giving us is newer than the diesel vehicle. So maintenance will be less rather than having to replace the AC or what else. Yeah. Once a year where there's like some big expense that she pays for because we like, I mean, we could pay for it, but she's his mom. So she's going to come to the rescue and uh, I'll, I'll just pay for that. So I don't, yeah, somehow she like was trying to pit him against me and say, in order to get her to behave the way that she needs to behave, you need to do these things. Very, very and strange. so this last weekend, um, yesterday, yeah, he went over there to cut their grass, said some similar things, and he came home and didn't tell me about it, but he had enough frustrating things happen that he was like, it's just been a shitty day. And I was like, how so? Because I won't... Yeah. I had only seen a couple of things. I was like, it hasn't really been that shitty of a day. Like, I don't know what the issue is. And then opened up and said that she was saying some things and that made him feel bad. Like, you know, he's like, it, we had a whole conversation about what he was feeling when she originally said those kinds of things and how I was feeling and what kind of things it seemed to imply without her outright saying it. And That's it very much feels like he was having to choose between like her and me because I'm not going to change. Okay. Like, and kinda, <laughs> you telling me now is kind of also making me think it, it almost sounds like, in a way, she's constantly saying, I don't approve of the person you chose yes. to spend the rest of your life with. Yes. Mm -hmm. And keeps trying to be like, oh, well, you can just get rid of her. Like, it's fine. Sure. You can just divorce her. Yeah. And before it was, oh, you're so lucky to have her. Like, she's such a good girl. Blah, blah, blah. And it's funny because it's when I had, like, the job at Job Corps, which was, like, a consistent mm -hmm. job that was okay. Um what they deemed okay. Right, what they deemed okay, which basically just means full-time hours mm -hmm. and, like, decent pay. Not even, like, great pay, just, like, decent pay. Just okay. Decent pay with full-time hours. That's an acceptable job. Right now I'm making $20 an hour working part-time for a temp job that who knows if it'll turn into a full, like, a, I don't really want to be full-time, but who knows if it'll turn into, like, an extended job with part-time they don't have to pay me benefits at all so no, they can they afford don't. so they can afford to pay me more per check and I don't really like health care I, I don't like getting health insurance anyway so that wasn't I didn't really want that yeah. but um 
Yeah. So I'm like, oh, my temp job isn't good enough. And apparently she used the phrase, I just don't know what's wrong with that girl. And I was like, like there's something wrong. Right. (laughs) So it made me feel like my worth in her eyes is whether or not I'm I have a full time job, which and I don't I don't know if that Barbara. Right. And it's like, I don't know if that equates to money like am, am, am i only worth the amount of money that i'm bringing in sounds like because that's kind of what it feels like <laughs> and david comes from you only make a certain amount of money or you can only make more money if you put in more time or you have like a more stressful job and i don't believe that don't so either. and my current job is proof of that 20 dollars an hour working part-time like i'm making basically what david's making yeah so, I, I don't... <laughs> anyway. Working part-time, you make what your husband's making full-time. Full-time, with overtime. Yeah. So yeah. Definitely. Clearly, you're slacking, Michaela. I am slacking. <laughs> How dare you? And I do not have a stressful job at all. Like, Well, clearly, I'm, it's not good enough then. I, yeah, it's not good enough because I'm not stressed out and losing my hair. So... Lovely. Yeah, that's been that's been a bunch of craziness. <sighs> oh, well, yeah. I'm sorry that that's happening. That's it's awful. it's it's rough, but what it's it's good. Like it's hard for David. I don't like seeing him be frustrated with mm-hmm. his relationship with his mom. But he even confessed. He was like, "I'm at the point where it'd be so much easier to just." not see her anymore because yeah. he gets so mad every time that they have negative interactions and he doesn't want to have to confront like he doesn't like conflict just like everybody doesn't like conflict yeah. he doesn't want to have to talk to her about it and i told him i was like because you missed that very pivotal time in a kid's life where you set new boundaries with your parents of okay maybe your child still but i'm not like you're not my guardian anymore. Yeah. Um, he missed that because at 25 is when he went to prison. Yeah. So like his early 20s when you would normally be doing this new boundary setting like you and I are doing mm-hmm. um, and our siblings of this new boundary setting with your parents. Uh, he missed all of that. And so now he's like decades behind. Yeah. But still needs to happen like it's very essential that it happens and there's just no quick way to move through it so yeah i don't love watching it just because it's like it hurts me a little bit but i know how important it is that he takes his own time with it and Mm -hmm. he figures out how he wants to handle it and because he's introverted he would prefer to just like text her or like write it out and i always am like okay if you need to but i really think in-person conversations are the best but i mean he could always write it out and just call her and talk to her on yes. the phone with like a little yes sort of script. script yeah i've had to do that a lot it's helped me out because yeah. then you're still talking to them but you don't have all that pressure of trying yeah. to convey everything on the and spot. a phone call is even better than a text, a text yeah. because you get all of the non-verbal voice inflection yeah and emphasis that happens so when you're with a person, you get a lot of nonverbals, a oh, lot yeah. of nonverbals, and being able to increase 
just plain verbal to a little bit of nonverbal is a huge help because then things that may have been construed differently. For instance, David this morning says, um, we realized that we hadn't brought in new towels. So we just didn't have towels when we got out of the shower. And I'm like, do you want me to go grab them? He goes, yeah, you better know where they are. And exactly. (laughs) I was like, what? Oh, I better know where they are. I was like, you better know where they are. And what he meant was, you know where they are better than I do. That's what that was what he In meant. In what world does that mean? Right, that? exactly. Technically, there's nothing wrong with saying it the way that he said it, but had he just texted that to me, yeah. I would not I would have been like furious. You better know where they are. So just a little bit of that's why nonverbals are so important because I was able to see he didn't mean like didn't have anything on his face suggesting or nor in his body language suggesting that he was like accusing me of not knowing where something <laughs> was at he was just saying like you know he had that very like light of yeah okay like you know you probably know where they are that's what he was meaning and <laughs> so yeah um so we'll see where like what he decides for that but i'm excited they sound weird because I'm not, like, I don't love conflict, but, like, I'm excited to see people progress. Yeah. And. You're excited at watching I, somebody you love. Yeah. Grow as a person. Yeah. And hopefully, I mean, it, there's the point of struggling, but I'm hoping on the other end they will have a healthier relationship than what they have right now. They need to have one. Yeah. Anyway. All right. We'll let you guys go. We'll talk to you later. Hopefully that wasn't super boring. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Take luck and care. Peace. Bye. Bye.